Welcome to The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Twice a week, we share stories, interviews, and tips to help you lead a more positive, authentic, and abundant life. We know the power to make this happen lies within you. Are you ready? Let's go. This is season four, episode 264 of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hello, hello. So how are you guys doing today? Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm. I did. Did you? you? Did. Absolutely. We're yep. going to get into yep. that in a minute. So, yeah. So I'm going to get you to check on, on the challenge for last week. So this week's challenge was to laugh, like belly laugh with somebody mm-hmm, this week. Mm-hmm. And I actually did that last Monday. I showed one of the guys I work with the um, the story about the paramedics oh, that yeah, were trying yeah, to do yeah. the, yeah. the video, and they were just cracking up. So, Hopefully you guys had a chance to look at a video. I looked oh, at it a couple of times. So. It <laughs> made me just belly laugh. Absolutely. Because when somebody's laugh is infectious... It makes laughing that much more fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so that was the challenge for last week. Uh, you want to do rate your week? Or sure. Th- okay. Sure. So let me get you to rate your week. I'm going to get mine at 9.7. Nice. Yep. I'll get into that a little bit more once we uh, get into the okay. podcast. Excellent. How about you? Um, I'm it, it rebounded a little bit. So I'm going to give my week like a solid 8.75. So I was really frustrated a few days during the middle part of the week. And... Um, had therapy Thursday and then had some time to kind of recharge myself. So I feel much better now. Good, good. Yeah. How about um, your three little things? So first thing was let it go. I did that. Some days it was a little bit harder, but I did. Um, the second thing was to make more progress. I did. I took more stuff to Salvation Army on Saturday. Nice. As you can see here in our podcast room, I have yes. two more empty tubs. <laughs> and um, I actually, I sold one of your jackets that last week on Facebook Marketplace. So that nice. was good. Good to you. Um, the other thing was to meditate when I was feeling anxious. Um, I didn't really do that. I did some really good meditations last week, but I didn't. Sometimes it would happen at work or sometimes things would kind of stress me out. And then I I can't just like, okay, guys, stop loading the truck. I need five minutes to meditate. Right. I just, I couldn't or do that. Or meditate at stoplight because. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But anyway, so it's all good. How good about deal. you? Uh, my first thing was to get the project that I'm working on great clips done and it is 95% done. So nice. we have just a few little, go ahead and do some final clean and that kind of stuff. The second was to get packed for my trip this weekend. Mm-hmm. And the third thing was to go fishing with my dad. So I accomplished everything. So proud of you. Yep. Yep. So it was a wonderful weekend. So let's talk a little bit about your weekend with your dad. This yep. has kind of become an annual tradition for you guys to go flounder fishing. Yeah. At least once a year somewhere, typically in the July time frame. Sometimes um, you used to go Father's Day weekend. Yeah, yep. Sometimes. I've been the 4th of July weekend once, Father's mm-hmm. Day weekend once. So that the whole thing is to make sure that no matter what happens this is something that my dad and i look forward to every year and it's something that we do every year and we try not to ever let anything get in the way of of having this father and son fishing trip there's nobody else on the boat but us we usually go out at least two days and we basically just sit there and drift around and flounder fish all day so it's a lot of quality time together i mean he's busy we're busy sometimes he's in florida sometimes he's here you know and ocean city yeah. so 
Um, it's something we both definitely look forward to. And we, we take every minute that we're together and, and, and spend that time together, whether it's, you know, arguing over who's got the best knot or how come <laughs> you didn't get the fish in the net or how come you lost a fish on the hook before you got it to the boat. And, but anyway, it's all, uh, it's all in good fun. We hugged a lot. We laughed a lot. So good. Yep. It was a wonderful, wonderful weekend for sure. Good. And you know what it, and I really appreciate you going cause that means I get fresh tacos, fish tacos yes. the next week. Um, so it's, I think there's something to be said for like the importance of spending time with your family. My brother's been down in Florida visiting with my mom this past week, and that's been really good for her and it's been really good for him and his daughter, his youngest daughter was down there with him too. And it's just, there's something that's really positive about being around people that you have similar interests with and that you really get along with. Right. Right. And especially if, family, especially yes. if your family is except, you know, except separated by multiple stakes right. like our states. Words are hard. You're tired today. Multiple states like our families are, yes. you know, at different times of the year, we're in, you know, a couple different states. So mm-hmm. we, we travel a lot over, uh, the Christmas, Christmas holiday yeah. to Christmas break that we get, um, to try to collect up as many of them as we can. And since my son's moved down to Florida, that's, you know, kind of complicated our journey even a little bit more, but we still figure out a way to make it all work out. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's that important to us that we get to spend the time with, mm-hmm. you know, with family. So. It, it really is important because, you know, we're only here for a certain amount of time and yep. don't, we don't, I don't see your expiration date on your head. You don't see my expiration date, but making the most of the moments that we do have with people that we love is absolutely important, whether that's friends or whether that's family. And I could tell you what it's it's uh it's obvious that things have actually started to come back to a somewhat normal after COVID because Ocean City was packed. Was it? Yeah, so it's probably the first full summer that people feel really comfortable In a few just years. yeah, just going back and having at it because last couple of years when I went there, it was nowhere near as many people as it was there. So it's uh, probably like two or three years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, yep. Well, that's good. I mean, that, you know, and you got to have some really good meals with your dad and just kind of hang out and chill out. You said that the days seem to go by so fast. Yeah. You know, that's the only bad thing about us spending because we allocate two entire days to absolutely just fishing. Mm -hmm. We get up at six in the morning, we get in a boat and we don't come home until late in the evening. And we basically just stay out on the water all day. And, And it's wonderful to do the fishing and enjoy it. But sometimes like on a ride home, uh, when I was coming back Sunday, I was like, man, it was kind of over in a flash. And, you know, although we really, really enjoyed the fishing, it, we didn't do a whole lot together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, you kind of got to give one up to, to have the other. And we and we'll, both enjoy fishing. And so. we'll be down there in about a month. So yes. that yep. will be very nice, too. And, you know, we I enjoy the times if we sit around and we go you know, somewhere that has um, appetizers and we just sit mm-hmm. around for a couple of hours and just, just talk, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of quiet time on the, on the boat when you're fishing. It's, it's, um, you know, it's kind of busy because there's always something going on. Either somebody's catching a fish, you're rebating, you're putting back in the water. So it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of quiet time, but it is definitely quality time that we get to spend together. Well, I'm so glad. Yep. So you really had a very, fun-filled exciting weekend and i know you're tired because it's uh, you're up early to go fishing and you know you're out all day in the sun and that's just exhausting too i on the other hand had a super productive i like to call it my introvert weekend because 
our friends Rob and Mary Lou also were not here this weekend. You were gone. It was just me, the two cats, and the dog. And like Thursday night, I had, you left Thursday during the day. Mm -hmm. So Thursday night, Mary Lou also left to go to her son's house. Rob's already in Florida. And I had therapy. I had therapy virtually. My dinner was alouette and a couple of crackers. And that was all like, that was perfect for me because I was kind of coming off of a, a kind of a crappy week. Like it was just a really stressful, really, I was just like a couple days. I was just in a really, for no apparent reason, just in a really crappy mood, which is not like me to be like that, but it happens sometimes. And so I needed this intentional introvert weekend to get a lot of stuff done. I got more tubs cleaned out. I took more stuff to Salvation Army, like I said. Um, And I like, I just did some chores right here, got the laundry caught up, you know, washed our duvet cover which the cat promptly threw up on in the middle of the night last night that was lovely so i mean it that's sometimes whatever it happens i cleaned it up it's all good um but i really needed that week this weekend to be really chill for me so that i could i really needed to introvert hard and recharge my batteries i binge watched obi-wan kenobi which was if you haven't seen it really in your star wars person really really good then that took me to watching episode four a New Hope, which is the original, the first Star Wars that ever came out. And I watched a partial of The Empire Strikes Back and then I got tired and went to bed. But it was like, it was a good, it was a, for me, it was a really nice mix of getting some chores done and running some errands I needed to get run. And also just kind of like having that time to myself where I had the control over the remote all to myself. I could choose to watch Star Wars or a Hallmark Christmas movie or something on YouTube or whatever it was. And I didn't have to worry about, Oh, is this what everybody else wants to watch? I didn't have to worry about what do I have to cook for dinner? You know what I mean? It was, I needed that. Right. Right. I really, really needed that. Well, sometimes it's good to decompress and not have any, you know, we have normal obligations. We, we run and gun. Both of us work full time jobs. So, you know, to keep the house up and running, come home and you guys, I'm sure everybody that's in our, same situation does the same thing. I mean, it gets repetitive during the week. Mm-hmm. You you come home, you know, take care of odds and ends around the house. You get dinner done. You get the dishes done. You sit down for a couple minutes, watch a few minutes of TV. By then, it's time to go to bed and start the process all Absolutely. over again. So. Absolutely. Sometimes no it's good to break that up. It is. So, um, yeah. So, I, I'm really grateful that I had this weekend. I'm really grateful that it allowed me to like i like i introverted and now i'm ready to extrovert i'm ready to go out and be with friends i'm ready to be with family i'm ready to do some other stuff but sometimes i extrovert so much or even like i know myself well enough to know if i'm in a really bad mood like i was the bulk of this week like i even texted you i was like if i don't throat punch somebody today (laughs) it's gonna be a miracle i even texted that to my therapist she goes oh i can't wait to talk to you tonight and and i'm not normally like that um there was just some exceptional things happening and just mm, anyway. So when I get like that, I know for me, the best thing for me to do is just to be by myself. Right. Cause I'm no good to anybody else. And I don't, the thing is I don't want when I get in bad moods like that, I don't want to take it out on other people. I don't want to be nasty to people, but I also know that sometimes I can't help myself. I just, cause I have no filter for what's going to come out of my mouth. And that's bad. You're giving me the side eye. All right. I'm going to move on. So I came across a really cool article um, about the importance of reaching out 
to people that you haven't maybe talked to in a while. Um, the funny thing is, so it was a study done by the American Psychological Association. It was really cool because the funny thing is, let's say that you and I are friends, but maybe I haven't talked to you in a while. And so I send you a text or I give you a call or whatever, right? Send you an email like, hey, just want to check in on you. You are on my mind. Um, I hope everything is well. So the, 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 not the, not the receiver, the sender thinks that it has a very low impact. Like they're like, okay, I sent it, whatever. Right. But on the other side, the person that receives it, they get such a boost in happiness and um, gratitude that it's, which is much higher than the person that sent it. Oh, I, I agree. I couldn't agree more because I, uh, I get that feeling if someone reaches out to me that I haven't talked to for a while, you know, yeah. the same thing. I, I do the same thing, you know, reach out to people from time to time. And, and especially if, if I'm all of a sudden they just pop into my head. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where I've thought about someone and within a day or two, that person has contacted me via text, email. And it's, it's just weird how that, that happens sometimes, you know, yeah. you go, you know, months and months without talking to someone. And then all of a sudden they pop back into your head. You think about them a little bit and then boom, you get a phone call. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I, I've, so what I've started to notice is when those people are on my mind for more than like more than once. So maybe I think about my friend, Karen, maybe I think about her, you know, one day. And then I think I, I need to reach out to her because Usually when she's on my mind, something's going on with her. And I don't know right. what that is, if that's a little, like if it's a God wink, if it's the universe trying to give me a nudge, I don't know what it is, but I've learned to listen to my instincts. And if somebody's on my mind, I reach out to them, text, email, whatever. And I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm thinking about you, you were on my mind. I hope everything's okay. And that usually opens the door for them to then talk to me about some other stuff. Right. You know, right. oh, I'm so glad you reached out because, you know, this has been going on and that's been going on. And sometimes you need somebody that's not super, super like in your circle and knows everything going on just to sort of hear you out. It's nice to have that sounding board for somebody that's not like maybe part of your super inner circle at that time. I think that a lot of us have friends where you have people that kind of drift in and out of your inner circle depending on the season of your life for whatever reason. And I think that it used to bug me when that would happen. I was like, Oh, I was really close with Susie Q or whatever, you know, and now I'm not so close to her. But I think that that happens because you need certain people in your life at certain times for a reason. And, and relationships, you know, relationships are, are kind of like a flower, a, a good, strong relationship. So it grows, it blooms, then it the bloom dies, falls off, grows, blooms. And relationships are kind of the same way. Um, You know, especially one that is very deep and meaningful. It's okay to go a couple weeks or a couple months without talking to them and then pick Mm -hmm. right back up where you left off because you have that strong of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, And those are usually the easier relationships to be in and easier easier friends to to have and to deal with that don't hold you to a stand. Like, oh, you haven't called me in two days. I'm like, you know, that. Yeah, I'm busy. (laughs) Yeah. And so are you. Right. Yeah, no, it's, I think my mom's got, even my mom's got friends like that. Like one of her very closest and very dearest friends has had a lot of stuff going on in her personal life. So she hasn't been as present in my mom's life. And my mom is so chill and so laid back that she's like, there's no pressure. So then when they do finally get back together, they have all this fun catching up to do. 
but there's no like repercussion because oh you haven't called me in three months or i haven't heard anything from you it's okay to give your friends some grace and a little bit of space and understand that they might be going through some stuff. You know what I mean? But if you also know that they have something going on, like our friends, Mike and Karen, their daughter Carly is going to be leaving for college in probably another month or so, maybe six weeks tops. And I know that's going to be tough on them. Yeah, it's That's going to be a big lifestyle change for those guys. Oh, my goodness. You know, they the, everything they've done is revolved around, you know, Carly and yeah. school and cheerleading. You know, everything, everything all our extracurricular yes. correct, curricular curricular. Activities. Yeah. And when our kids grow up, and I told both of them at Carly's graduation party, I said, it's okay to cry. I think every, just, I, I would say about 95 to 99% of parents who drop their first kid or the kid off to college for the first time, they wind up crying. I bawled like a baby. Do you remember mm-hmm. Trevor's freshman mm-hmm. year? Like I was so grateful you were driving because I would have not been able to drive with the, the state I was in. It's when you have one child too, it's harder because you know, you're, I guess, and, and now listen, if you've got multiple kids, please feel free to reach out to me in the group and let me know if I'm wrong. But I feel like if you've got other kids at home, you're kind of like, this was hard, but you know what? I've got, you know, Jane, she's going to be, you know, she's a freshman in high school. I have four more years of her being at home. I think it's still hard, but I think when you only have one, it's, it's more of an impact. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Especially because when you only have one child, your focus is a little bit, a little bit greater on that one yeah. child than if you have four. Not that you love them any less. Sure. You know, if you have two or three, because um, I still, you know, we all remember certain things in our life, certain points in our life, and one thing that I do that remember, I mean, vividly, I can see it all. I have to just close my eyes and think about it. Is the day that Michael left for the Air Force. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a four-year college thing. I knew the chance that he was going to wind up over in Iraq or somewhere were pretty great and. You know, I still picture him, you know, waving to me when they pulled out of the driveway um, and and he was headed off to to boot camp to boot camp. The harder part for that, I think, is the fact that, you know, you're not going to talk to him for a certain number of weeks. It was like 12 weeks or something, I think. No, but you talked to him. He got one phone call. One phone call, yes. But to know, like, at least with Trevor, I could text him or Megan and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, have a great day. And I could, you know if Trevor felt like texting back, he's not the great, greatest communicator. I love my child, but not the greatest communicator. Um, you know, he could text me back, but Mikey didn't even have that option. Right. So it's hard. That's hard. It is. It's definitely hard. So I've been doing my best to practice non-attachment, right? And I feel like this weekend I did a really good job of that. Nice. I did a really good job because we've been trying to like, we wanted to look at some cars to see about flat towing behind the, the RV, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, we kind of, we thought we found one and I told myself all weekend long, if it's meant to be, it'll be, I haven't looked at any other cars all weekend. I thought, you know what? We're supposed to go test drive it today, the day the podcast comes out. So I got my current car in good condition in case we sell it you know, didn't plan anything for dinner for Monday for tonight. And it looks like the car has been sold. And that's, and so to me, I, I told the universe, I told God, I said, I need a super sign from you that this 
is not the car for me. So, and it's gone. So that means it's not for me. So I'm okay with that. I really, I'm okay with that. And also I know we've got, you got a really busy week this week and right now is probably not the best time. It's not the right, the energy is not in the right location, the right place for us to go make a big decision. So for me to say, you know what, when the time is right and the car is the one for us or whatever is the thing for us to do, like the RV, it will show itself to us. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah. So I And I'm going to be a little bit more on my toes, a little bit more mindful when they do show up. Um, you know, giving it some thought over the weekend, the, the timeline is, is going to be critical. The longer we wait, the more critical the timeline is going to be. Because some of these parts have ex- that we need right. to flat tow it are, have extended lead times. Right. So I hadn't given any of that any thought, and we hadn't really talked about when we were going right. to get a car. And I may not, as, may not have been as energetic towards the first, you know, when you first started yeah. looking at cars and yeah. started thinking about going to test driving and really, hey, you know, we probably should think about making this purchase but giving it some thought you know it's it's i think it's something that we should push forward on to yeah so i mean so i'll so the thing is like next weekend we're home so maybe we take our anniversary where it'll probably be hotter than hell again like it was the day we got married and maybe we'll take that day if we find some stuff we'll go see if we can find something and if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be yep, yep. i'm okay with that either way i'm okay i'm it feels kind of um <sighs> I feel like a weight is lifted off my shoulder when I can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause it's not my responsibility to make the decision anymore. I'm leaving it up to the greater to decide. So anyway, so let's go over our three little things for this week. Yes, ma'am. All right. My first thing is clean out more stuff. We've got another weekend at home next weekend. Um, and I want to try to get some more stuff to Salvation Army or at least maybe organize some more stuff. I might, I don't know what I'm going to tackle next. I've, I, I don't know. I've, I've done pretty much everything here in the podcast room, except for this stuff here. And Mary Lou might be buying my silhouette, my craft machine. So I'm not doing anything with that, but maybe we tackle this filing cabinet if we can right. get rid of that stuff yep. and then we maybe sell that filing cabinet. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, second thing is get you to the airport and back home. So I get to be your Uber this week because yes. you're going to go down and check out my mom's new place for her, which I really, really appreciate. And um, yeah, so I'm going to get you back home. And then number three is to celebrate us because our 11 year anniversary is Saturday. Yes, it is. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Me too. Okay. 11 wonderful years. And hopefully yeah. it's not 104 degrees on Saturday. Oh my God. Like Let's go. Oh God, it was so hot that day. It was ridiculous. Yep. And we had a, we had a lot of people over here that day because it, it was, was an a outdoor surprise, wedding. an outdoor yeah. surprise wedding in July. Yeah. I don't know what we were thinking. We were smoking we're just... something funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But what about you? So my first one is we, you know, I've got a small list of items that need to be repaired mm-hmm. or things that we want to have done to the RV before we go full time. And I've been kind of tinking through them and I got one, you know, ticking them off the list as we're going. I got one thing that I've been working on a little bit now that I really need to figure out which way we're going to go as far as fixing it. And I, so I'm going to take some time to work on the uh, RV ice maker, the interior ice maker and refrigerator, see if I can't get that thing working. Okay. My number two thing is pack for Florida. Okay. And my number three thing is to get that walkthrough done in Florida and get your mom the information she needs before um, you know she commits and it's time to settle on her 
her new house she's going to be living in. Awesome so, sauce. I'm, yep, yep. I really am so thankful that you're going down there because it's such a, it's a peace of mind thing for me. So, yeah. Okay, so your challenge for this week is one we've done before, but based on some studies that we talked about earlier, yeah. I want you guys to reach out to somebody. Send them an email, send them a text, give them a phone call, whatever your preferred method is to reach out to somebody, do it. And it can be as simple as a text as, Hey, what's happening? I've been thinking about you. I hope yep. all is well. Exactly. And then, you know, you getting a response back from them should give you the same feeling that you get, they get when you reached out to them. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, so do you have a good news story for us? I do. So there is, was a, um, there's a gas station in Albuquerque um, that last Saturday decided to cut their gas prices in half. So the name of the gas station is the Chronic Kings Dispensary and Gas Station. And it is the CEO, his name is Dominic Holgan. And he said, you know what, I just want to try to help people out. It was for a couple of hours. Um, it was from 10 a.m. to noon, and they slashed prices, the gas prices, in half. Wow. And he just wanted to be able to give back to people. You know what I mean? It, it, yes, did he, he wound up taking like a $12,000 hit, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Like, to him, it was just to be, he wanted to, he wanted to be able to help out his neighbors. And I think that that was so brilliant and to It do. was. It was a good way to spread the... Spread it around to as many people as that could stop in and get fuel during that yep. window that he had given. So I mean, and some people great. like they just they're still struggling with, you know, maybe finding a job that pays something decent, um, you know, after COVID. Who knows? So anyway, so here's your positive quote for the week. Helping other people can be a cure, not just for those who are in need, but for your soul as well. And that's from Marinella Rica. I like it. Yeah. So make sure that you check out Wednesday's Pod Flash. Yep. Coming um, up on Wednesday. Yep. And make sure that you're in our Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And give us that five-star rating. We'll talk to you guys Wednesday. Until then, be kind, be well, and... Until next time, choose positivity, my friends. <laughs>